Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Friday, March 4th. How do the world's wealthiest invest their money, and how much money do they have? Those are two of the questions answered by the World Wealth Report 2022, which has just been published by global property market firm Knight Frank. The annual report does not just focus on real estate, but other investment trends too, based on a survey of wealth advisors and private bankers. It shows that the population of ultra-high net worth individuals, those with at least 30 million US dollars in net assets, grew by more than 9% in 2021. Growth in North America was the largest at 12%, taking the region Regions total to more than 233,000 individuals. Other regions saw strong growth, except for Africa, which dipped slightly. But the only other region to post a double-digit gain, 11.2%, was Russia and the Commonwealth of Independent States. Ironic, given the sanctions now being placed on many of its wealthy individuals. More than half of respondents said their clients' wealth had increased by at least 10%, with real estate, luxury collectibles, especially fine wine and collectible watches, and equities among the assets that delivered gains for ultra-high net worth individual portfolios. Given the performance of portfolios despite the ongoing pandemic, 83% of advisors and bankers said they expected clients' wealth to increase in 2022, although the survey was conducted before the current crisis in Ukraine. According to the latest Canadian ETF flows report by National Bank of Canada, Canadian ETFs received $3.9 billion in net flows last month, continuing the robust start to the year that saw a $5 billion inflow in January. Demand for equity ETFs soared, with market cap-weighted passive ETFs the most inflows and accounting for 80% of the total for the month. Energy, real estate, utilities and healthcare sector ETFs had inflows while technology, financial and material sector ETFs saw outflows. Canadian equities remain appealing in a rising interest rate and central bank tightening environment, especially when compared to indexes focusing primarily on growth. Flows into fixed income ETFs were $163 million with long-term Canadian government bond ETFs and cash leading the way. However, commodity ETF demand has slowed in Canada. National Bank's report also noted that last month was a strong one for ETF launches with 19 new ETFs introduced. Canadian workers could build their personal wealth while helping strengthen company performance and benefit the local economy, according to a new report. It says that developing a Canadian version of employee ownership trusts, most common in the US and UK, would address multiple public policy issues and help boost inclusive growth. The report from non-profit Social Capital Partners says that building an employee-owned economy would be beneficial as Canada's ageing business owners retire. And it says that benefits include better company performance, stronger local economies, long-term investment and higher wealth and income for workers. When Coast Capital in Surrey, BC recently launched its trusted advice survey with Angus Reid. It was surprised to find that 46% of the Canadians polled felt misled by their bank or financial institution. Coast also noted that trust in the global financial industry is fast declining, with financial services ranking second last in an industry trust score, coming out just slightly ahead of the increasingly volatile social media industry at 44%. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters, plus why 2022 could bring a rude awakening to individual investors. Sterling Capital welcomes a leading benefits consulting firm. And what's on businesses' pre-federal budget wish list? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.